damn, I'm so tired. <laughs> so, you guys I ever aged, seen Jared with his, his spirit totally broken? I, I aged seven Here years watching Ghoulies movies this weekend. Guys. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, welcome back to the Freak Easy spinoff podcast of the Geek Easy. I'm trying to manifest some will to live, but the ghoulies have sucked it right out of me. <laughs> and I don't mean the little monsters, the ghoulies. I mean those terrible garbage movies. <laughs> what? Coming out the gate swinging. I terrible am your, garbage yeah. movies. I am your host, <laughs> Scaren Jaren. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Pixel Dane. Yeah. And we are featuring once again <laughs> guest star Plain Old Jonathan. Yeah. I cull my strength from the misery of others, so <laughs> I'll I'll love this episode, man. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> you know, normally I try to keep my reviews even-handed and try to come at them from like an objective place. Even when I'm like a, like a like a fan of something, I I I, I like to try and be excited, but also acknowledging of any shortcomings or you know um and i know that the ghoulies franchise has like a cult following and fans out there i'm not sure how but if you're one of those people i'm just warning this is this is your jumping off point like this is last stop because i'm about to spend uh look down at the runtime for this episode i'm about to spend that long railing these awful movies (laughs) Every bit of them? Every nothing, I, not a bit of them. Yeah, I firmly believe every reference you've seen to the cult following of the ghoulies is just lazy writing. Like, people who are like, I'll fill out this thing for this internet article, and I guess people have heard of this movie, so some of them have to like it, right? Yeah, it's got a cult following. <laughs> you know? I had seven responses, and two of them said they enjoyed these movies, so that's, that's a cult, right? <laughs> I would say so. So, the Ghoulies. Uh, My memories of the Ghoulies, I had never seen the Ghoulies, despite my horror fandom. And I can't even tell you why I never saw the Ghoulies. I absolutely remember seeing that box. Mm -hmm. I remember that, that image. I mean, that image is one of the horror video movie, video store horror icons, is that little goblin popping up out of that toilet yes absolutely right absolutely in, in fact i would almost go as far as to call that right up there as one of the most iconic video rental store boxes like i don't to me that's just like we've we've had so many conversations about you know as kids walking down and looking at those boxes and the ones that like like burned into our memories yeah. like this has got to be number one for me right. of those movies i don't know why but like that image of that little goblin thing coming out of the toilet is just like that was that was something about that got me that was that, that was like the main ghoulie right was that like, so the the, ghoulie like the ghoulie leader bald one which yeah I well i remember which leader. one it was yeah did they have names they had to have names know. in three didn't they, didn't they? Have- when they were wisecracking? <laughs> I don't think they did. So they, they really? Uh, I don't know if they ever said names. Yeah. And they did I, definitely treat him like the leader in that yeah. one. But. I, have a, I, have a, I have a theory, Jared, and I think you have seen all of these movies before. I think they're just repressed memories. Man. Because there isn't a reason you would have watched all the other things you've watched in every of these. I think, I think young Jared just locked these away somewhere. 
never to surface again, and then Dan ruined that for you. It's entirely possible. <laughs> so why, this might be why I'm so mad. I mean, I've definitely seen worse movie. I mean, The Room is a worse movie than The Worst Ghoulies. The, the uh, Troll 2 is is like an objectively worse movie. You know, so like what about to Troll say, 1? No, uh, actually, Troll 1, we'll get to that. Okay. We're, we're going to do that That's one day. That's a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a different podcast. I've never seen those. It's fine. It's, troll, troll 1 is fine. Um, troll, troll 2 is awful, but it... We'll, but it's we'll better than Ghoulies that. 4? We'll discuss that. I, you know, it's... it's no, it's it's definitely not better than Ghoulies Four. That's, that's my point. That's um, it's 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 impossible. worse made. It's worse made. It's worse acted. Uh, it's but Troll, and, troll no Two. But the difference is that Troll Two has the room levels of cult fandom yeah. because it's so bad it's hilarious. Okay. So that's I think that's that's the difference that we're getting at here. Like like objectively, those are worse movies, but there's some merit in watching. How awful they are because they're hilarious. Like how many times have we watched The Room? And, yeah, and Birdemic, yeah. but the and we always made, laugh at them. Like those are movies that were made by crazy people who <laughs> thought they were making real movies. No one in making Ghoulies Four had a clue. Well, I guess that's your point then. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, what I did find interesting about Ghoulies One, moving into Ghoulies One. Um, I found a little bit of backstory that I did find interesting. Um, I, I had a real hard time finding much about these movies. Like, uh, they're just—it's just not out there, which is another reason why. It's I almost s- like they don't actually have a cult following. That's what I, I was just going <laughs> to say. I was just going to say that. Um, so our our, our Ghoulies story starts with uh, Charles Band, who is. Uh, the mastermind of Full Moon Entertainment. Really? Yes. So, so these do have ties to the puppet masters. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, so Charles oh, Charles Band uh, had he wanted to make movies, uh-huh. um, and he was making movies, and he was producing pretty much all his own movies. Right. Um, and he got money for that because he recognized very early that like home video was going to be a thing. So he started buying rights to all kinds of movies um, to release on video before studios or anybody realized that home video was going to be a thing. So he was buying Mm. up he was buying up rights to movies for, you know, pennies, essentially, because they just thought it was found money. Like, you want to pay us what to do what? Cool. All right. (laughs) So he had he had two different um, like like. Meta Entertainment and another one. He he had, he had like two uh, video distribution companies okay. that was that was funding his movies essentially. Sure, sure. Um, and he had a couple experiences where he would fund, fund he'd, he'd make a movie and then put it out. You know, go through a distribution agent to put it out. Felt like he was getting ripped off, so he decided he wanted to do his own uh, distribution company. And that was Empire Entertainment. Mm, okay. And Empire Entertainment, the first movie he made with them was Parasite. The second movie he made, and the movie was the second movie he made was Ghoulies. <laughs> and that was the one. Actually, I think there was a couple. I don't think it was the second one, but it was the first one he made 
that was a success for Empire, and and they made they made a lot of money off Ghoulies, hmm. and he says stuff like you know Ghoulies is why I was I've been able to have my career and what has funded me and why I've been able to be so prolific in making that is crazy movies. I never would have expected Ghoulies to have that sort of a story for somebody. Right. <laughs> yeah, who's this guy again? Charles Band. Okay. He owns Full Moon Entertainment. The uh, puppet master guy. <laughs> Uh, in any any horror you're thinking of that is uh, straight to video, he probably made and owns it. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, they make Ghoulies, and it's awful. <laughs> the end. The Thanks end. for joining us. You can uh, rate the podcast. <laughs> so uh, the, well, so uh, we'll talk about because um, he talked about uh, making the he hooked up with somebody who was like a buddy who did advertising mm-hmm. and um, they came up with the ghoulie in the toilet and the tagline, they'll get you in the end. Yeah. And uh, actually, and, and it started, it started as uh, they mean the butt. Yeah. The, the butt. Yeah. Yes, they do. Um, so they started putting that out and like, it seemed like it was catching on. So they hurried and went back and added a scene where one of the ghoulies pops out of the <sighs> toilet. Man. Cause that was not in the movie. Okay. Cause that's what man, so we were sitting there watching that movie, and I was getting more and more mad as that movie was going on because <laughs> that's a, that's so the proper for, response. Took, that is yeah. the proper response. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we we I think we talked about this a little bit before, but I had seen one of the Ghoulies movies before already. But it turns out the one that I had seen was two. I thought maybe it was the first one, but I knew I had seen one of these. And as we're going to discuss when we're getting into this, Ghoulies two is the one movie out of all these movies that is. Basically, what you would think of when you think of what a Ghoulies movie is. Correct. It was these little monsters running around killing people, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't happen in any of the others at all. And yeah. kind we of, were kind of in one, but then not. Kind of, but not. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so we were just talking about that iconic movie box art. It turns out that the terrifying scenario I created in my head by seeing that artwork as a kid of thinking of some terrifying goblin jumping out of the toilet and attacking me while I'm using the bathroom is not even a thing that happens in these movies. Like what I made up in my head was far worse (laughs) than what actually happens in this movie. It's ridiculous. So I was getting so mad because I was like, when are they going to jump out of the toilet and eat somebody? Is that even a thing that's ever going to happen in this movie? And then, like you said, there's that one scene where they're just doing that thing where they're transitioning, like showing the different ghoulies, and they just show a toilet lid open, and he pops out of it, and that's all we get. So it's like, it's it's insane to me that they, they built this entire ad campaign uh, with that box art, and they'll get you in the end, and all that stuff. And that is not even a thing that has anything to do with this movie whatsoever. My microphone is getting ghoulied. Your microphone is getting ghoulied. It's <laughs> falling over right now. Yeah, the uh, the first two movies, too, and I watched them on Cinemax, uh, the streaming service they have, Yeah, and they're not even R-rated, which is what caught me yes, <laughs> right yeah. away. Yeah, the first two very bizarre, yeah. um, especially for that era, and... Again, the prolific box art, it never would have dawned on me that these would be like 
kid-friendly horror movies, you know? Essentially, maybe yeah. Maybe that's why they did make so much money off of it if they made money off the first one. That's the only thing I can think of is it was a Nightmare on Elm Street type thing that, uh, you know, preteens could go watch. I mean, maybe that box art was just like it grabbed people in the video store I, and everybody was yeah. picking it up, right? Like, yeah. Well, in the video store, this had theater. This Ghoulies One got a theatrical release. Well, that's true. It did. Yeah. So, like, they came to the theaters. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charles Band, I heard tell the story that he was like, you know, he, he they released it on Friday, and you know he sat sat around kind of chewing his nails all day Friday, and started getting good reports off from Friday, mm-hmm. and you know like right away he was in like the you know million dollar range or whatever just in New York whatever sample he had sure. where he was like he was like okay well it was good enough news like his weekend couldn't fail so he went on vacation that weekend and just went and did some stuff with his family just ignored it came in Monday. You know, like ready to have, you know, excited for the day. Right. And they said he walked in and, you know, the secretary or whatever, she's like, oh, it's bad. And he was like, what are you talking about? It can't can't be bad. <laughs> you know, and she's like, no, it's bad that, you know, whoever's waiting for you. So he goes into the room and he said the desk is just piled with hate mail from all parents who are trying to potty train their kids. Ah. Who were ju- and it was all just hate mail from the ad campaign unbelievable yeah see like yep. it's amazing so. that like they created this super <clears throat> successful ad campaign that has literally nothing to do with that movie yep. that is bonkers so i, I feel it's like bonkers. it has to be the ad campaign and even you know he calls his, his advisor and he was like whoa what are we gonna do and he was like one you're gonna recognize you're making a horror movie and if people aren't angry at you for making horror movies you're doing them wrong mm-hmm. second of all uh, you can change it if you want, and maybe it won't make a difference, or maybe you've gotten so much hate mail on your ad campaign that you realize that that's what's bringing these people into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you should probably just suck it up. Yeah. And so, and so he sucked it up and, and made a ton of money with, with yeah. stinking ghoulies. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to cash them checks. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Man. Uh, ghoulies won. I hate this movie so much. Man, it's, okay. it's so slow. It's it's the story of Jonathan Graves, who is cool name, a chosen one. He's he's the chosen one or a sacrificial baby, but he gets <laughs> saved from being the sacrifice as a baby, and then he grows up and reinherits this manor, and he comes back and finds all the cult stuff. And even though he hasn't been raised in the cult, he decides, oh, black magic, this is a good pastime. Man, that's such a common theme in these movies that we're watching. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so then he spends an hour and 25 minutes of this movie just learning, doing random black magic and fighting with his girlfriend. With green eyes. With green eyes, yep. He's got his green eyes. And which, then, which they're like looking all over the place and stuff. Like it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then in the end, in the last fifteen minutes, he summons his dad back to life. Who, and and a bunch of ghoulies, and um, the ghoulies kill all his friends. Even like Mariska Hargitay, like like seven friends. <clears throat> ghoulies yes. kill them all, and uh, his his undead dad is coming more and more back to life. And then just just when he's about to win, um, some other wizard shows up in uh, a big purple robe and they lightning choke each other (laughs) until neither of them. It's like the guy who saved him as a baby that is still just the caretaker 
or yeah. whatever. It's it was so yeah. bananas, dude. Yeah. They, they and then his friends double... are fine, and that movie's over. Yeah, that's the that that's that whole my, movie. My favorite yeah. slash least favorite part is like when they're in the middle of that pointless wizard fight that comes out of nowhere, and all of his friends are like wrapped in like bags and 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 stuff like that, and because they're all dead, and you can see like blood stains coming through yeah. earlier in the scene, and then they go to start running away, and they look over, and like all of his friends are just peeling like the bandages or bags or whatever they are off and they're all just fine and he's yeah. like all right we gotta go and then they all run out of this like building as it's crumbling and jump in their cars and just drive away yeah and, like, and then the ghoulies are in the back of the car yeah yeah well, obviously so, so like the ghoulies Where else would the ghoulies I mean, be so the ghoulies didn't you know disappear but nobody is hurt now and like it, it makes no sense and it's terrible yeah. and it's dumb and i hate well, it well also there's those two like magic uh oh the little people the dwarfs or he whatever the little people yeah yeah that are nice and they try to help him, kind of. Well, except, but well, they're also working for the dad or something. Well, like, I don't they, know. It's they're super like, weird. They're like, you're the master, and this is what you got to do to complete the ritual. Because they're the ones that are like, you got to bring yeah. seven people well, in Like here, One of them's so like you're... telling him, like, uh, one of them's trying to, like, tell him what's going on or, like, give him some sort of helpful information or whatever. And then the other one's getting mad at that one. Yeah. It's very yeah, pointless. Yeah. Well, they do that thing, too, because, like, the, the dad shows up, and he's like... Haha, you brought hey, me back and then now I'm taking over. I'm, I'm gonna say that that part made me laugh out loud <laughs> because they're just doing some ritual and he's got all his friends there and he gets to the end of the spell and he just starts kind of screaming and then everybody's just yelling. Yeah. And they're all just going, ah at the end of this thing. And then like his dad just bursts up out of his grave, yeah. also screaming, going, yeah. ah! <laughs> I did. I was in the middle of hating that movie and that happened, and then I just chuckled for a while. <laughs> like, but man, yeah, this is totally one of those things where like we barely got any ghoulies in this. Like that, the the little bit that they're in there, I like. I think they look cool. Like they're cool little puppets, and they definitely do a little bit of the stop motion stuff sometimes in this one. Um, so I, I dig that. But they are barely there. They don't do anything. Um, you know, they're really only in like you said that last fifteen minutes of the movie. And even when they start killing everybody, we don't really like see cool deaths or anything because it's a pg-13 movie i guess yeah so it's like they're mostly like off-screen kind of you got them kind of things <laughs> you know and and that's really all we get with it and then that wizard fight like you said is so ridiculous because it's like he comes in and like we get like the double neck choke and then he gets him with the double neck choke back so they're both sitting there just choking each other and there's lightning shooting back and forth until the one guy Oh, he just lets go and gets weak. It looks like a really bad like Kane versus Undertaker spot. Yeah, it, and then they both just disappear. And then they both just disappear, and that's the end of that. It is absurd. It's it awful. is so it's bad. Like <laughs> you really, in order for this movie to bring any kind of enjoyment, you really have to get a lot of mileage out of the little puppets. Mm-hmm. Um, John Carl Beekler, who is a special effects guy. And has worked. He's done a lot of great special effects on a lot of better movies. Yeah. Um. And he did. He did the Ghoulies. <clears throat> and they're fine. If you're into the gross little puppets and that kind of thing, you know, yeah. you like that little thing. Yeah. Not usually my jam. Like they're fine <laughs> when they're good. They're not my jam, man. Um. And that this does not have enough mileage for me. Um. But the acting's not good. The mm. story goes nowhere. It's boring for most of it. Um, and then, like you said, so even slow. even when the it horror, so yeah, slow, even when the the horror part kicks off and it actually becomes a horror movie, yeah, you know, it's it's not, 
it's not like there, there's no cool deaths yeah. there's no you know it's well, it's all the the puppet popping out of a place where a puppet can be and right. an actor reacting to it and then then maybe they'll fall down with like a oh their face was clawed yeah you know yeah. Mm-hmm. the the story is a lot of these older low budget horror movies you can kind of follow what's going on even the ones that don't make a lot of sense like there's a frame that they're following and then there's just little parts throughout where you're like well they they sort of set this up and there was no payoff or this thing just sort of happened and didn't mean anything it was all kind of confusing but but at least there is an overall point that you can see what they were going for. Right. This one is just a series of those moments that don't make any sense. Man, and man. that gets progressively more pronounced through the franchise. Uh-huh. Like, if you think one doesn't make any sense, you just wait. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. And then try to tie them all together. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was Ghoulies 1, 1985. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1988. We get Ghoulies 2. Yeah. Um, another Empire Entertainment production. Okay. Um, <clears throat> they will... So, and, and actually, um, one of the... <coughs> towards the end of Empire Entertainment, um, Empire Entertainment has... You know, it's one of those that like, oh, it did it did great for like, a year and a half, mm-hmm. and then it started fizzling out. Sure, and and you know they, he talks about going to um, uh, you know film festivals or whatever with like sixty three movies and stuff, and it really just sounds like he and, and he Charles Band talks a lot about how he wants to be prolific, and so it really just sounds like he kind of overstretched himself at that point mm-hmm. um, because. After Ghoulies 2, not like directly after, but after Ghoulies 2, Empire is going to go bankrupt. Mm, And one of the things he does to try and save Empire Records, or not records, uh, (laughs) uh, Empire Entertainment, whatever it is, um, is he he sells the the Ghoulies franchise. He sells the rights. Oh, okay. Um, So Ghoulies 2 is also the last one he's involved with. Okay, all right. And that makes sense. Yeah. Obviously obviously seeing 3 and 4... Cause two two does feel like a typical like horror movie progression as far as like sequels go. Like even though it sort of abandons the occult stuff mm-hmm. pretty much entirely. Right. Um, and they just like well, you know what? Two feels like they decided that it was time to focus on the thing <clears throat> that was driving the first movie. Right. Which was the little creature popping out of the toilet. Yeah. So they were like, well, this movie should probably just focus on these little guys because this is obviously what people care about. This is what people want to come see. And um, this movie being the one that I had already seen is exactly why I expected all these movies to be just like this. Because I, for, for what it's worth, I do think this one's more fun in that aspect because we get lots of... So, like, they're at a carnival in this one. Like, that's kind of, like, the main yeah. setting for this movie. Like... They don't really explain like why the ghoulies are running out on their own. Like, didn't they? Like the there was like a guy that tried to. In, like a, in the beginning, there's a guy. He's got. He's like. The, a, he's got. I the, don't know if he's a preacher or something like that. Yeah, he's a but, guy. Uh, I think he was a preacher. I think he was, yeah, and he's got like the 
four, three or four ghoulies in a bag, and he runs into a mechanics Where they just shop. have an open barrel of, like, acid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Highly toxic solvent. Highly Hilarious. toxic solvent, yeah. And like, he, I forgot about that. Yeah, you know, and he throws, he throws them, he throws the bag into the solvent, and he thinks he's won. Then the bat ghoulie comes out of nowhere and flies at him, and he falls into the can and dissolves immediately. Yeah. But then the other three ghoulies... Just crawl out, out of it. Yeah, they yeah. just get out they and they're get fine. Out and like, we're good. Yep. And then they hitch a ride on a semi truck that's heading towards a carnival. Yes. So that's that's the, that was the setup to why they're at this carnival. And uh, like that's where we meet our main characters and everything who run this. It's like one of those like horror fun houses that yeah. you that are at a carnival. Um, which I love because like they're they're pulling it on a semi. Like, you know, you would for right. a carnival setup. But then, like, when we actually see this, like, horror fun house, it's this gigantic multi-room, clearly a set piece <laughs> for a movie. Definitely would not have fit yeah. on the trailer of a, of a semi. Right. <laughs> like, it looked so permanent and, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was, it was cracking me up. But, like, that's the whole for thing. Sure. So, like, there's this, like, fun house horror, like, house of horrors kind of thing. And the ghoulies just decide they live there now, yeah. basically. Yeah. And, and, then, and for whatever reason, the guy, the, the corporate, yeah, there's like, you know, there's like a... Like a corporation bought this. Yeah, there's like, a like bizarre this, amount of drama in this movie, <laughs> yeah. or at least attempted. <laughs> yeah. Like this, yeah. this corporate uh, <laughs> fat cat, you know, D-bag shows up. Like, see, such an 80s... Like cliched villain type, totally. just yeah. shows up in this in this. Just a total Brad. Yeah, total Brad. <laughs> total Brad. <laughs> and he and he shows up and he's like, oh, if this attraction doesn't make money this year, it's it's out of the it's out of the place. I'm gonna replace you with a a bordello show or a, what, what's he call it a, a boudoir show. It's some some naked ladies is what he intends to replace it with. Yeah, just like every carnival. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's it's ridiculous. So yeah, um, the thing I will say about this, um, this is the only one that feels like a horror movie. It does, yeah. That that fits that horror, you know, because the ghoulies are on the run the whole time. Mm -hmm. They kill a couple people before their rampage. You know, they hide the bodies, and yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I mean, we actually get to see some fun like death scenes in this yeah one, you know like we get to deal with like <laughs> well, if if you're willing to suspend the disbelief that uh oh, yeah. there's a real a real bladed pendulum in this, <laughs> in car in this carnival sideshow yeah, yeah. or that or that their uh <laughs> their electric chair might actually accidentally electrocute somebody exactly like then yeah then exactly. we get some fun death scenes um that guy's tunes totally ate it man dude <laughs> He lost his tunes. I was so mad about his tunes. <laughs> he was very upset. I like when they came back the next day. Yeah. Looking for their friend still in the funhouse and also his tunes. Yeah, like they left <laughs> him overnight. And they're like, he's still in there. We got to go back in. Like, what? No. <laughs> and he was, was the it? nerd friend that they didn't even like. They show back up. They're like, oh, we know he's in there. Yeah. yeah. We left him here last night. What do you mean you left him here? <laughs> Well, when that old guy gets uh, gets electrocuted, that was another one that ca that at least gave me a chuckle as yeah. we were going through. And then they had because the you know his, the 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 main kid who was running the funhouse was like his nephew, so he was yeah super upset when his uncle died, and 
Then they had a couple of like, I can't even remember all of them. They had some other reveals throughout the story where I just felt like they were really going for that drama touch, except they had a bunch of people who can't act for nothing. Man. Right, like the main right. girl has this uh, oh, story where her, uh, um, her brother and her used to do like a high wire act and then her brother fell and missed the net. And so now she's afraid of heights. <laughs> And then at the end of the movie, she's got to overcome that and climb a Ferris climb wheel a Ferris or something. Wheel. You know, yeah. Dude, climb the Ferris wheel instead of just turning it on so <laughs> yeah. that it can bring the things down to you. Like, like for real, what was going so, on there? So, do you remember also? <laughs> you remember also when the Ghoulies um, popped out in the funhouse at one point? And and gooed up that dude and that chick while they were making out. Oh yeah, yeah, for, oh, yeah. for no reason. And, yeah. then they and just, then nothing happened. Yeah, they were just like gooed together. Yeah, and just like oh, st- stuck. And also, then they just walk out of the like they walk out of the funhouse all glued together. Like what was that? And nobody says anything. Nobody's like oh, there's a, a gremlin that gooped us together. What's you <laughs> this know? This is also the movie where they high fived after doing something like that. Remember? Yeah. Because people were like cheering them on and stuff. Yeah. They were like yeah. And they high fived. It's like, oh, good, we're doing that. So, I guess. You know, it almost <laughs> felt like they were trying to, mm, like that almost felt like really bad satire. Yeah. Like you know, because all these people come into the funhouse and see a body getting murdered by these little gremlins, and they're like laughing and cheering, and they're uh-huh. like, yeah, because yeah, they're about to murder all those like frat guys, right. yeah, or right. whatever. Yeah. Like, what up's in a guillotine, and they're about to drop the thing yeah. on the all these, are, like, yeah, cheering them on, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and it just, it just has that, and then, and then they're like, yeah, two of the ghoulies like high five, and it just has that, that. It leaves a bad taste in my yeah. mouth. Yeah. You're not yeah. clever. You're not clever ghoulies yeah. makers. Well, ghoulies, for ghoulies too, you. they really wanted to scare you, but they also wanted to make you think. And they wanted to tug at your heartstrings. Yes, that's yeah. They were really going all out like, for uh, ghoulies too. Like, like I, I mean, I think they really thought that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and it makes me mad. Um, the one, the one shining star... In that movie, no, Shining Star is too much. Discount, the one, discount Tori Spelling. The one, <laughs> Tori Spelling's uglier cousin. Whoa, yeah. No, um, Phil Fondacaro. He was the sir. He was the the, the, little, the little person who was like a Shakespearean oh, yeah. actor. Yeah. Um, that that character was dumb, and that character didn't do anything that mattered except get almost eaten at the end. Um, but man, he went for it every time he was on. I was gonna say screen. He, like he acted his butt off. Yeah, like, but, but he's real. great. Phil Fontecaro, like, he's yeah. in a lot of stuff. I just you know, know he was, like he was the one Hollywood little person for for a lot of years. Yeah, like like him and well, he was the one. Well, because there was uh, Wicket. Oh oh um yeah um, I'm trying Warwick to Davis yeah Warwick Davis yeah. yeah but he looked like a child yeah and then there was Phil Fontecaro who was. Looked like a small man, right? So right. like he was the other one. Yeah, I, every time he was on there, man, he was delivering yeah. those lines, and I was like, man, he is going for yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. with all of. And that was another one of their emotional beats. Yeah. Because at one point, like the main kid, like tears into him for yeah. being a little person, and he gets all you know uh, offended, and and yeah. there's just that like moment because they're good friends or yeah. whatever. And that was another one of those where I was just like, but what is this movie trying to do to me? I know, <laughs> or, I know. know. Yeah. So I do love that because like. So we got to that, that end part there that you were just talking about where he almost got eaten. Because yeah. that's where the ghoulies, the ghoulies decided they were out of the funhouse now. And they just started running around the carnival causing mayhem. Right. 
And they were doing silly, like they did a lot of silly things. Like the one was at the shooting range, yep. shooting the targets while the other ghoulies were walking back and forth. So they did a bunch of goofy stuff. But like what ultimately ended up happening was they they summoned a ghoulie eater, <laughs> like yeah. a big ghoulie yeah. that ate little yeah. ghoulies. And so he just like spent the next 10 minutes of the movie just slowly walking around the park with his big flipper feet yep. and then grabbing a ghoulie and eating it. But we it got was like a, it was like the old uh, the old Godzilla costume, totally. except, except not stomping around a miniature city, yeah, yeah. so it just looked terrible. So it looked bad because yeah. he was like slow. He was doing like this slow march where he was just walking around, and it's like anything cannot run that. Anything yeah. can. Like what are we doing here? But uh, but that was what was it was so funny because like he he thought that uh, he eats three of them. He eats three of them, and, and then, then he sees Phil Fondacaro and thought he was a ghoulie because he was little. Yep. <laughs> so he tries to eat him. So they have to save him from the ghoulie eater. <laughs> which which they do by putting a Molotov cocktail in a little gorilla costume. Yes. Oh and, my and god. And they just and they light it. They have the the wick or the fuse whatever hold, sticking just out of the eye. Of the and they light that on fire and just throw it out the door and the ghoulie eater is like, "Okay, cool." And eats that <laughs> and then explodes. And then explodes. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. As, as so ghoulie eaters do. Oh my goodness. We did at least get a uh they got they got the uh, CEO guy. Yes. They got him in the end. They got him in the end. They got him in the end. They actually did the yep. toilet thing. Yep. So the one, the one they ghoulie, mean butt. yeah, the one ghoulie that didn't get eaten by the ghoulie eater because he had vanished at some point and we didn't never see him again. So it turned out that he he did the little popping out of the toilet thing and ate the CEO while he was sitting on the toilet. So we actually got that scene in this movie, which I love too because <laughs> they do the they do the bit where. The ghoulies start attacking random people and are just killing people and whatever. And the yeah. guy starts freaking out and he's walking away and he hears some parent going, we're going to find out who owns this place and we're going to sue him and then we're going to kill him. And uh, so he does the like, s- tries to s- sneak back away and put his sunglasses on and, and yeah. walk away. And so when he walks away, he walks into this trailer or wherever there is a bathroom and he's sitting in the mirror going, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Like he's trying to. He's panicking and trying to get out of there, and then he just stops and is like, oh, "I better take a dump real quick." Yeah, I guess. I know. so he just <laughs> at the most awkwardly timed going to the bathroom moment possible. Yeah. He just decides he's going to go to the bathroom, and then lo and behold, get gets it in the end. Gets it in also, the end. also they don't even give it to us really because like we like he's in the bathroom looking in the thing, and we see the ghoulie pop out behind him. Yeah, but he doesn't see the ghoulie. Yeah. So then he goes to sits down. We just know the ghoulie is in there. Yeah. And then they do like the pan away and we hear him scream. Yeah. Thing. yeah. So it's oh, not even like. We didn't even get to see it. But, right. But they yeah. did it. That's all I needed to they see from that it. one. <laughs> no, if you're going to give it to me, give it to me, man. <laughs> I want to I want to see yeah. I want to see sphincters tearing out. Whoa! <laughs> intestines stretching across. Yeah. This PG-13, PG-13, man. They couldn't do it. Yeah. Don't worry, the next one's rated R. Yeah. For yeah. all the horror reasons. <laughs> For all the horror reasons. So, Ghoulies 3. Uh, ghoulies go to college. Go to college. Yeah. So this I, is I, like I was looking at the ratings. And I was like, "Why are these all PG thirteen? And I got to three, and I was like, "Oh, three's rated R." Okay. Oh, three is ghoulies go to college. I know why three's rated yeah, R. We yeah. did the exact same <laughs> yeah. thing because I was like, "Hey, this one's finally rated R." Oh yeah. wait. Yep. It's not rated R for the killing. Yep. yep. We're gonna see lots of yep. boobies. In ghoulies. This one. Is, ghoulies three <laughs> is the one where they're like, "What if? What if 
Porky's was a horror movie, but, <laughs> but also it's not really Porky's, and also it's definitely not a horror movie. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the, that's totally what they were going for. Yeah. They nailed it. Yeah, they yep. nailed it. Yep, got it. <laughs> so Ghoulies 3 is the first one not under Charles Band and Empire uh-huh. Entertainment. Uh-huh. Uh, Vestron Video made Ghoulies 3. All right. uh, the Vestron Video? The Vestron Video. <laughs> Uh, and this is 1991. This one did not get a theatrical release. This one did right? not get a theatrical okay. release. Yeah, this was direct to video. Mercifully. Direct video, man. Um, so, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say some things about Ghoulies Three that sound positive. <laughs> so I want to be clear before we start. Okay. This movie is bad, 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 <laughs> bad. Do not. Yeah. Do not, not, not watch it. I mean, we laughed a lot. Yeah, but it. but it, is, movie, it is more of the fun bad. It is. This, yeah. this movie is the one that maybe touches that, like, fun bad. So, so bad. I Like, it's not so bad it's good. It's just bad. But it is almost a little fun to watch. Um, and, and... Every single second of this movie is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, like, the movie starts in, in a flashback. These all start in, like, a flashback. And, but it's at this college, and there's a guy reading a comic book called Ghoulish Tales. Yeah. And they're... This frat house has an altar toilet, a ghoulie's altar for yeah, a toilet. Where they steered into the toilet thing for this one. Man. Because now we've got like a ghoulie toilet that's yep. like where they're summoned from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's like, like it's like ghoulies are etched into the porcelain yeah. or whatever. Like it looks like this weird demonic toilet in the middle of this frat college house. frat house frat bathroom. House for some reason. Yeah. 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 Um, so he, he reads, he, he reads the, uh, the ghoulish tales comic and gets sucked into the what what happens to him i barely remember what so happens he's, to him. he 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 summons them because right. now the 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 occultist uh text that's usually in that book is for whatever reason inside a comic book right. now so like he reads it out loud and then because <laughs> 90s bro yeah okay yeah <laughs> so i got put into a comic book so he reads it out loud and boom now we have ghoulies popping out of the toilet um do they show us what happens to him, or do we just know that he gets attacked by the ghoulies? I think I th- I feel like they did, but I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, th- this this was two ghoulies movies ago, man. Dude, yeah. So then they cut. So then that whatever happens to him, it doesn't matter because this movie's terrible. Uh, then they cut forward to like present day. Sure. Yeah. And so we find out that there are these two frats that are in a prank war every 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 year at the end of it yeah there's there's prank week and whoever wins the prank week gets the prank crown um (laughs) but our 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 heroes uh have lost last year they lost so they don't have the prank crown so they have to get the prank crown back um jason scott lee is is in this mm-hmm. um who I, I love jason scott lee uh i may never forgive him for being in this movie um, he just he runs, needed he, he needed runs, rent money i mean i get that and he i'm glad i'm glad he yeah. got his rent yeah. money there had to be a movie i would never see that he could have been in 
There would have been if it weren't for Dan. <laughs> Sorry. Don't be mad at Jason so, Scott Lee for that. He didn't call uh, you and also, request this episode. Also, also, this was the the film debut of Matthew Lillard. Oh yeah, Matthew Lillard. He's he's totally in this. He doesn't like say anything. I he don't I don't think he has a single but he's, line. He's got like a bowl cut and glasses. Yep. They nerded him up, and he just kind of follows the group around. But yep. it's like totally him. And this Clear is only day. this is only five years from him being famous. Yeah, that's crazy. <sighs> so. They embark on their prank week, and we see a couple pranks, and it's bad. Um, and everybody cackles and giggles, and it, it's one of those, you know, the, I mean, there's a thing in these college movies where it's kind of like you, you suspend your disbelief a little bit. Like, do these guys ever go to class? Do these guys ever, like, how yeah. do these guys not get disciplined and kicked out of school? You just kind of accept that. This is just, like, a little beyond, like, you know, I mean, they're yeah. just like cackling and giggling they're like the hyenas from lion king man it's ridiculous it's so over the top with the prank stuff right and and it's also got all the stereotypical college stuff from these movies like the dean is the bad guy yeah and the, you know the the dean's trying to get the the good group kicked out of college for their pranks and and we've got like a dopey security guard that's on to them all the time and he's trying to catch them in the act uh, so that he can get them kicked off campus and it is. It's ridiculous. Like all, <laughs> all of those college movie tropes are present. Yeah. Uh, but also, this movie is like a cartoon because, like, there's no real death or anything like that. Like f- that you would expect out of a horror movie. Right. Instead, they all have like Looney Tunes incidents. Yeah. Like the like the straight up. the security guard gets blown up multiple times in this movie, but it's always a cartoon explosion. Where he just turn, you know, he gets the black soot all over him, and his hair sticking up, and there's smoke coming out of his ears. Like at one point, there's actually a round black bomb with like the big wick on it, like you would see Bugs Bunny pull out. It yep. was unbelievable. Yep. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> why is why do they have a bomb for Prank Week that looks like a cartoon bomb? But they did. They did. They were gonna blow something up. Well, they did say it was a stink bomb. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that, that not better. No. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, no, not what I'm saying. Yeah. Just, yeah. But. They, it, I don't know why I defended that movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. But uh, I terrible. guess uh, I guess the thing we should really bring up is that uh, the ghoulies in this movie they now talk. Yeah. Well, I read the uh, synopsis we knew instantly too. Like, yeah. Like I I remember watching and in that first scene when the guy back in time summons them. Yeah. And they pop out and they're like. <laughs> oh, look at this guy didn't know we're gonna get him in the end ah, yeah the, you know, wow, that's, like, wow that stinks like yeah, they're instantly yeah. making like toilet puns and, and, like, and i just yep, went yep. oh no yeah, yeah that's yeah. what yeah. we always did like, i read the, oh, no. i read i read the synopsis before i hit play and it said like your favorite r- wisecracking little monsters are back for this one or, or something like that and i went what <laughs> You know, what does that even mean? Somebody read, wrote this and never watched the Ghoulies 1 or 2 movie. Yeah, and then, yeah. like you said, that first scene, they pop out, and I had the exact same reaction. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yep, yep. So now we're talking and laughing and making terrible jokes, and the puppets look a little they're, bit yeah. worse than before, and they're a little yeah. bigger They're now. very Three Stooges-y also. Very, oh, they do so yeah. many Three Stooges yeah. jokes. Like, they are just shy yeah. of doing the nyuck, nyuck, nyucks, yeah, but they're yeah. like, they're banging heads together, and you know, oh, it's so dumb. Man, it's so dumb. So dumb. 
Then they get, they get dressed and they're yeah well they're and they're being they're they're being controlled kind of by the dean yeah because the dean gets the comic book yeah and stays up all night <laughs> what's reading his, it what's his name dean dean ragnar ragnar and dean ragnar, ragnar. <laughs> and actually he's not a dean he's a professor what? professor <laughs> ragnar yeah <laughs> um, like that guy wasn't bound for evil <laughs> for real. <laughs> Um, and, and he's just using them like he's just mad about the pranks like like he like he got pranked in one of the early scenes yeah and he's just mad about that so he's really just using the the ghoulies to go and like he wants them okay um, he wants he keeps sending them off to like do stuff to the to you know the essentially frat. to go kill the frat yeah. Um, yeah except they never do anything nope. they don't interact they never with the frat at all it. yeah yeah it's crazy. Like they go, they go and cause mischief so that the frats all think each other is doing it, but they don't ever actually like start murdering these kids. Or I mean, I feel like, like in they've every, been commanded to. In every one of those scenes, it was like it was like, ah, oh, go to the frat and get the kids, and then they went and instead they drank all the beer and destroyed the stereo. Yep. And then the next time they went and they spied on some people having sex, and then the next time they went, they spied on girls in the shower, and like that was all they did. It was like just progressively, yep. like ah, oh, well, I sent them to go. Kill the frat, and instead we just got to see him see a bunch of naked girls. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what so, we did. So, you know, this is also... I, I, I'm so mad about this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because it seems... And, and I've said this about The Room, right? That it seems like a movie... Like, it does not seem like a human could have made that movie because there is just, like, a fundamental misunderstanding of how <laughs> things work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I it's felt like that... When you it's like when you program like the internet to write a book for you or whatever. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's totally what this feels yeah. like. Because you know, like, like there's. I a wrote scene. an algorithm to write a Ghoulies movie. Because right. <laughs> because there's that scene for like, and, and that scene goes on for like 20 minutes. Like they like that. There's that one couple having sex, and they keep coming back to them having sex, except. Like a, one time they're doing it on like an exercise bike that's oh, not yeah. would not be that possible. Doesn't make yeah. any sense. One and time they're both they're, fully clothed. Yeah, well, they're, yeah, they're both clothed the whole time. One time they're like just on a treadmill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, then then when they get into the bed, like they finally get into the bed, there is no way what they're doing could be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's just you know they they're just not their reactions are obviously supposed to be right sensual right but their positioning is wrong and they're not saying things <laughs> that it's just it's so and, and just remember that dust buster from later dude on. but he doesn't have one of these yeah <laughs> what what are you yeah. using the dust buster for oh my god oh this movie man what the heck oh. yeah so those those jokes are most of this movie yeah there is not a lot of ghoulian going on like basically the ghoulies pop in and out wearing their dumb outfits, their dumb 90s outfits that they put on, and they make a couple Three Stooges jokes, and they spy on the naked girls, and that's really all the yeah. ghoulian that yeah. we get in this they're, movie. They're way more just gremlins in this movie, and not like yeah. gremlins like the movie gremlins, like the concept of gremlins, yes. just these little, tiny little creatures that run around and break stuff yes. for no reason. That's basically you know, what's yeah. going on. So we, we get like the one... like Okay, so they, there's a couple kills, like they... They do get the girl in the shower, like they plunge her in the face. They and plunge like, her in the face, and they her stretch her face. Yeah. They stretch her face, and then it snaps her back, and she's just dead. Yep. Uh, there's the the librarian that they pull her tongue out. Oh 
and they just wrap her tongue around her. uh, Her tongue stretches and then wraps around her and strangles her. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, like, even the couple of actual scenes where the ghoulies kill people, it was still a cartoon. Yeah, very cartoon deaths. Yep. So it was ridiculous, it was man. Bad. This movie was so dumb. Yeah. So <laughs> when we so do dumb. finally get to the end, so I, and and I have this the I, I espouse the theory that I you I would almost believe, yeah. still believe, that m- this movie started out like maybe they shot half of a like college, college movie, college prank like, movie, yeah, like half of yeah, college prank ninety one. <laughs> Yeah. Right, like, yeah. and then somebody. I want the box to actually say that, <laughs> like with a laugh spelled out and everything. <laughs> and then we'll have two for college it. prank ninety one. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like, "This movie's terrible. Let's make it worse." Yeah, let's add ghoulies. To yeah, it. you know. Well, I so, remember we yeah, were watching. We bought it. this franchise. <laughs> Might as well tack it on something. We got towards the end of that movie, and Jaron was just like, "Wait a minute, have the ghoulies interacted with the main characters at all?" And they hadn't. They had at all. And and we were kind of like, "Oh, we were coming to that realization that we never saw the ghoulies and the main characters on screen at right. the same time, never interacting with each other, never even mentioning each other." And so Jaron was like, "I almost wonder if this is like two different movies that they stuck together." Yeah. But we did get some interaction with them finally at the very end. But like, man, that is such a well. Yeah. And even it's like a theory that's so believable. Well, for sure, because they because like, they have a bunch of scenes with Dean Ragnar, yeah. or Professor Ragnar, where yeah. they just teleport in yeah. to just his office, and it's just them. Yeah. And well, even and even to the point like like the girl they kill in the shower. She's not in. It. She doesn't have any scenes with any of the rest. She's not like one of the main characters. That you know what I mean. She's yeah. not in yeah. the rest of that movie. Well, she no. She she was in some other stuff with the main characters. She was the on. exercise she, girl, right? Yeah. Wasn't she the one with the exercise bike and yeah. everything? Was she? I yeah, think she that was. was her. Because they they made okay. that they made that because the dude had died too and they made that stupid joke where they're like well at least they're together again but that was the dude that got that was the dude that got plunged down he, he, oh, got, he, got, he got flushed down the toilet he got flushed down the toilet well that was that and was, he only he only had one scene with those guys but the main but the uh, she was also the chick that the main character because the main character is estranged girlfriend kept walking on it walking in on him in compromising positions oh yeah and so at one point he was just like oh, was holding her bra shut oh I, yeah and, yeah. and I, then I, his I girlfriend couldn't. walks in and he's like hey this is nothing yeah you know Jesus. <laughs> this movie man it's bad it's bananas it's so bad it's anyway so bad. all right so that was, that was so, so finally we get to the end where the main character and the main chick yeah meet some ghoulies uh-huh and they find out that dean because they they go in to talk to professor ragnar and uh, who is insane? Also, Professor Ragnar is uh, Kevin McCarthy, who is another like I saw his name come up in the credits. I'm like, oh, I know who that is. And then I went and looked him up. And I'm like, oh, I do know who that is. But that's not who I, I, I yeah, it's not who I pictured it being at all. Like you've seen Kevin McCarthy and stuff, but you won't remember what. Correct. Other, other than you've seen UHF. Kevin McCarthy and everything. <laughs> that dude don't turn yeah. down movies. <laughs> I, I always recognize him immediately from UHF. And the fact that I've seen him in 25 other things and can't tell you where. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So they they spend a, a few minutes. So, so, like, they run in, and almost immediately the dude gets a bookshelf dumped over on him um, so that the ghoulies can 
grab the girl and shred her clothes. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. And, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and then, she's wearing a normal outfit in one seat, and then they grab her and carry her to another room, and then all of a sudden, like, like the bo- like the bottom of her shirt is torn off, so it's just like all midriff bearing, and her yeah. pants are now like shorts, and yeah. it's very bizarre. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and they're gonna kill her, torture her, or something. And uh, Ragnar is just down for this now, and he's but he's totally villain monologuing her because, you know, uh, the hero guy, what's his name? Hold on. I don't know. Yeah. Hero uh, guy. Who cares, McGee? Yeah. Wes? No, he wouldn't. Like well, friends. he had ordered the ghoulies to go anyway. and kill that guy specifically, that and they hadn't even yet. It's not even but then they found... They, they, He's not yeah. even listed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 Skip yeah. Carter. Skip yeah. Carter was that guy's name. Yeah, the, of main, the, main, the main guy and the girlfriend find the body of the tongue-choked librarian in, like, a sarcophagus <laughs> or something and freak out and she's trying to call the police because there's been a murder and that's when Professor Ragnar here overhears it and now is going to have the ghoulies kill all of oh, them. Because she, so. she called 411. Yeah, by and accident. That, oh my God. And, and is... 411, that dude's, like, that dude's like, this is 411, we don't do that. You need 911. <laughs> it hangs up on her. She's like, she's like, there's a murder! There's a dead body! He's like, you called 411, we don't do that. Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so then the dean grabs her. Um, but then he's totally just like explaining, I control him with this comic book. Like she's tied up and screaming. And he's like, I control him with this comic book. They do whatever I say because of the words in this comic book on page number 28. Like, all right, man. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then he immediately like something happens and he drops the comic book. So Skip runs over and grabs it. And then controls and- the goo. Yeah, he's like, Ghoulies, get Professor Ragnar. All he does is hold the book, too. Like, he grabs the book, and he's like, get the professor! And they're like, oh, okay. And they just go, get the professor. <laughs> um, justified only a little bit, because they, they had definitely done a, a handful of scenes where they were like, we should just kill you. And he was like, you can't do that. I'll absorb your powers. Oh. Which is totally what happens here, because then yeah. they just run over to kill him. And first, they all melt. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, like, the ghoulies attack Professor Ragnar, and they all melt, and Skip and the chick leave, because, cool, we won. Yeah. And, and, then, and then, well, then they do that. Oh, it's so... Because then they, they've realized that, you know, Wes and the exercise chick, whatever, like, they're dead. Uh-huh. So they're just... There's that scene where they're just like, oh, I can't believe Wes, and then we're dead. Oh, well. And it's just like. <laughs> and then the other evil frat guy comes in, um, but uh, but he gets knocked over and, and falls unconscious immediately. And then Ragnar comes back in, but now he's a giant ghoulie monster. He's got a demon on his belly. Say that guy look like, like a, like a D-bag vampire or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they look he's like an albino like, al- yeah, al- yeah, al- vampire. Same, yeah. Same color as his face, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, my hair is the same color as my skin. That's what Jaren said when he walked on screen. <laughs> so, uh, Ragnar... Belly monster Ragnar chases them upstairs. <laughs> yeah, the professor runs in with his giant ugly Quato. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not a Quato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just freaking out. Uh, <coughs> and uh, he chases them upstairs to the throne, the the, the altar toilet, and they, they flush the comic book. 
which immediately sucks him in, yeah. and it's just it's over. The end. Mm-hmm. Like, Ghoulies <laughs> went to college. Mm-hmm. This that, movie, that man. Well, I can't. They, oh, but you forgot. Was, you forgot was, because yeah. Then the rest of the frat comes in to proclaim that they won. We won. Prank week. We won prank. So, the judges picked us. Yep. The judges. judges. Yeah. <laughs> and so he gets the prank crown back too. So what a truly, hero. truly a banner day in the what life of this a character. Hero. Oof. He got the girl, the prank crown. He got to kill his professor. <laughs> I can't believe this movie was a thing. <laughs> I hated this movie so much. I can't believe it. You the hated lot. this movie less than you hated the other three, maybe? Yes. Yeah, that's got to be <laughs> No, true. you know, actually, actually, I probably hated the second one the least. That's how I feel. Like the it second was, one is certainly it, my favorite of the batch. It, it was for sure. Yeah. Like I got more joy but, out of three, but... Uh, also, you guys are totally right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, like I, all the joy I got out of three was just the stupid, yeah. uh, the idiotic I, humor, the I can't believe they made that joke, the why are the ghoulies talking? <laughs> so here's here's yeah. the other thing. Here's the other thing about three. <laughs> it, it is there. There's it's not rewatchable. Like we're not gonna yeah, laugh it, it at any of that it stuff. It wasn't watchable. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, like, like all the joy that we got out of watching it, we're not gonna go back and get that same joy. Yeah. We've seen it, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. just not. Like and, that's and not I, gonna and, be there. And, a second yeah, time. and I can offer you, it's you just some, gonna be boring. <laughs> I can offer you some semblance of proof for that too, because uh, Jared came over and watched the last half hour of it again with me <clears> before I got to four. And uh, he got nothing out of the no. last half hour. <laughs> no. So I kept going, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not supposed to laugh at this. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, no, I watched it's it bad. one time, guy. Like, it's, uh, you enjoy it, please. But I've, already, <laughs> I've already seen it. Oh, man, I can't wait to talk about four. Let's talk about four. So four <laughs> in 1994. Oh, boy. Now by Cinetel Films. And released by Columbia TriStar Home Video. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a place I've heard of. Yeah, yep. Weird. Well, they've been they've been slowly climbing the ladder. Apparently, boy, the bottom fell out of this. Um, oh, you know, I also wanted to, to mention about three. It was directed by John Carl Beekler, who did the effects, who made the puppets for the first two. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, and so he's we and he's the puppets directed the third one. Yep. Um, and he was that was his first time in the directing chair, and he was also the first guy to go from special effects to director. Interesting. Did he ever direct a second movie? <laughs> yeah, uh, he directed like three movies, um, but then he went back to special effects, and he's done he's done a lot of like I'm not gonna read off his I'm not gonna go find that because I don't yeah have it. No, um, but he's done right. special effects on a lot of movies you would know. Yeah. Well, when he when he started directing, he got way worse at special Man. effects. I was gonna say like those, those yeah. Maybe, I guess they, I mean they weren't good in the first the two by any means, but the, well, and again, and I don't think worse. he did the special. You know what I mean? Oh, so, so he didn't. Yeah, yeah. He, he hired, but somebody. like the ghoulies all looked worse and uh-huh. moved worse, uh-huh. and yeah, yeah, they were bigger. Yep, they were bigger, and not they, in a good way. Yeah. They wore they wore a bunch of college speaking outfits. Speaking of speaking of bigger, oh boy, oh so, man. So Ghoulies Four is is so bad it makes me angry. <laughs> I might not I might not have the vitriol that I have for this franchise if it wasn't for this fourth movie. <laughs> I well, hated like, I hated this movie so much I watched it twice because I wanted to to write down 
every like plot line and plot point <laughs> yeah. so we can go through and I can hate it again. Well, it's like oh. we talk about like movies that are so bad they're good and it it, it feels impossible that they could be any worse than this, but like it's like this one. I wanted to say this one like ran up to that point and just stopped short, so it never really got to good. But I think like I think it blew past that and went back into bad again. Like I think there's a point in there where like they hit that mark that some of these other movies have hit that you look back on fondly and then just didn't know where to stop and then just kept going because not a lick of this thing makes any sense or at the very beginning it starts off like once i realized that that main guy was the guy from the first one first one because it took me like i knew he was in this and 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 i watched that guy in like four scenes before i realized like oh is that hit because like somebody called him jonathan finally and i'm like wait is that the guy you know it doesn't look anything like him at all and he's like like, a hard-boiled cop now yeah he's not yeah you know like so he went from so, so he went from spending like you know six weeks doing the black arts to to becoming like a you know oh i'm a bitter alcoholic la police officer like yeah yeah and bearing in mind too this is only like 10 years later so this isn't like a lifetime away exactly you know but like they have these scenes at the beginning he gets into this shootout oh no 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 you don't talk about the scenes i wrote i watched this twice so i could go through the scenes (laughs) okay Go we ahead. Will, we will talk about the shootout. <laughs> yeah. But not before we talk about the boob window ninja who just shows up. <laughs> oh, yeah, the boob window ninja. Who shows up at the the, yeah. the Indiana Jones yeah. uh, warehouse and kills four of their top men. Top <laughs> men, Jonathan. Hey, have we figured out why this one was rated R? Because I don't remember swearing violence or nudity and showing up in it anywhere. Because <clears throat> they were too lazy not to, they were too lazy to get it rated. They're just like, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Or were they just like, horror no one, no one under seventeen has the capacity to to handle something this bad without yeah. their life being ruined. Yeah. Um. So before I go further, I do want to say that the two things I'm going to say about this movie, um, the things, the and the reason I was like, you know, like, the room is worse than this movie and like troll two is worse than this movie. This movie does not have terrible production value. Like the production value you could almost judging off that you could almost be fooled into thinking this was a real movie. Um, and the actors are not like the, like they're not the worst. Like most of aren't the best. Don't get me wrong, but they're not laughably bad. Yeah. The movie itself is, is the, the the production values are like you're not wrong, but just to clarify, like they're not normal movie production values either. They're no, ju- no. they're just not god awful like crazy person with too much money is making this movie awful. Dude. They're they're like uh, I mean they're they're like a mid nineties cable TV show quality, yeah, something sure. like that. Sure. You know, like like Airwolf quality. Yeah. You know, just expanded <laughs> into a movie. You know. <laughs> All right. So the boob window ninja has just fought her way into this warehouse where she opens one of the crates. And this is like an oddly like like it comes in so, you know, she's in like black latex and and um she's like ninja fighting these dudes and then she has this gun that she shoots these other two dudes with and it just it's such a weird 
tone to she start. She ninja starred that one guy. She ninja starred that one oh, guy right between did. the eyes. Oh my god! And it's just a, such a weird tone to start with. Because and you know, and maybe it's it's weirder now because if that chick showed up in a movie today, she's the love interest, if not the hero. You know, like she's Trinity and uh, <laughs> uh, you know Kate Blanchett in the uh, Underworld. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. Like Beckinsale. Like, what Beckinsale? Kate yeah. Beckinsale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So like, it's it's just weird. Um, but she she takes the dude. She draws a big pentagram on the ground. She lays the dudes on the pentagram, which and then they get sacrificed. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Because her master appears, and she is broken in here to to grab this ruby that he needs. Yeah. Apparently. Um, but then when she walks up to hand it to him, she just she drops it and it disappears. And he's like, no, well, she and stepped he into the pe- pentagram. Remember, he yeah. was like, don't step into the pentagram, yeah. which is a which is a real weird, like bonehead move to do. <laughs> if you've gone through all of this effort to break into this warehouse. <laughs> right. And you didn't even know not to step into the pentagram. <laughs> right. Come on, movie. And if he didn't warn her about that, that's on him. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Also, if she can't step into the pentagram to hand him the ruby, then what's what's the ruby supposed to like yeah then what oh yeah. boy um but then we cut away from the oh so so then she leaves she's like oh wow i guess i'll just leave then and she walks yep. away yep. and then two ghoulies is, appear is the hooded is the hooded the the master's this hooded guy you can't see right, who, you can't, you can't see, see his, his face. face or anything like that and then yeah and then these two no 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 these two not ghoulies appear definitely <clears throat> not ghoulies. those are not ghoulies. i mean they're credited as ghoulies in the credits nope. we checked but they are not the ghoulies. Nope. Yep. They created two completely. Di- this yeah. movie is different, completely yeah. different. But yeah. they're like those are ghoulies now. They're basically like the magic dwarves from the first movie, but in monster form. Yes. Instead yes. of looking like people, they're, they they're have like puppets. horns and stuff. They're like yeah, they're <clears> little people wearing terrible Halloween. Yeah, masks. but they even act like those two characters. That's yeah. what I mean. You know, yeah. like. Because they're more just like mm. wandering around. They're, they're a little and... more slapstick. No, yeah, now. they're they're making jokes again. They're like they're like the two Stooges. See, this movie didn't have the money to do. The reason they went for small people in uh, costumes instead of is because they didn't have the money to do um, the puppetry and the stop motion. Puppetry, yeah. Oh. So so they for sure also could only afford Laurel and Hardy and and not the three. Stooges this time, so we just got we just got two slapstick idiots running around in bad Halloween. Bad masks. Halloween, Matt. They literally look like the rubber masks you could buy for Halloween because they're like the mouths barely move when they talk, yeah. and like you can just see like their normal like eyes underneath, like the like the the cutouts in the eye holes for the masks are so bad, prominent. Like you could just see it's it's awful, man. It's awful. Um, oh, and and uh, Boob Windows Master is named Faust, so we're not we're just not Faust. gonna we're just not gonna give it a name or come up. We're just gonna, <laughs> uh, Faust. He was the devil once, right? Perfect. Um, but then we cut over to Jonathan. He's a cop now. Uh, his partner is getting. He's he's asleep in the car when they should be on a stakeout. Apparently, his partner gets in the car and he springs awake and pulls his gun on his partner. Which is just totally a, just the, a cop thing, I guess. LAPD, right? Hilarious. Um, and he's like, and he's just he's just being such a total. Where were you? What are you doing? Why are you sneaking up on me? And his partner is just like, I went to get coffee. You were asleep. Yeah. And so then he's like, Oh, coffee sounds good. So he gets out and goes to get coffee. Except he walks into this convenience store and has a giant 
four minute shootout <laughs> yeah. just randomly uh, for no reason randomly for no yeah. reason and it goes nowhere but not like a dirty hairy shootout like a national lampoon's loaded weapon one shootout but it was like, just like that first yeah, scene exactly and that's what i was gonna say earlier like before i realized the... i was offending you well john <laughs> you're getting ahead of yourself <laughs> Uh, like th- they do some stuff like that at the beginning, and you think this is like they're going for that over-the-top insanity, and that's kind of and so you're geared up for a, a basically a farce right. or or whatever, and that's why I was saying like it's like it goes it it, it goes beyond this so bad it's good because you get some stuff like that that's leading you towards that oh this is gonna at least be. A, a joy to watch because of how crazy it's going to be and then it just cycles right through that and back into the most pointless dumbest mm-hmm. stuff you can imagine mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> um so he has this and and it's totally you know and and if you haven't seen load weapon one go watch that because it's fantastic oh yeah but like they're totally doing that thing where like the bad guy pops around the corner and and shoots and just like they just show you know, food and crackers and stuff exploding. And then the cop pops around the corner and he's shooting. And, you know, we see like they shoot through the, the, uh, fridge refrigerator cage and all the drinks explode and whatever. And like, at no point do they really look like they're shooting at each other until, and, and I would say it's even a little over the top because finally Jonathan like catches him coming around one of the aisles and shoots him to death. And like, shoots him to death like it's (laughs) like you know i mean it's like like he shoots him like seven times and the dude's like bleed you know i mean it's like a gory scene where he like shoots this guy to death and the dude falls over and and he goes clean up on aisle four oh boy (laughs) (laughs) and again you almost are like are that is this a joke because that 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 cop murdering this guy was just not a joke scene. Yeah. Um, well, but then they, he says that one-liner. But then he also he never like he doesn't all he doesn't have a bunch of terrible yeah. one-liners throughout the whole thing. Like he just yeah. does that one there. Well, they they do the bit where they're playing. He's playing charades with his partner before he goes in for the shootout. Like he's trying to get his partner to call for backup, but the guy's at the car, and so mm-hmm. he's like giving him all these hand signals and like trying to get him to do stuff, and it takes the partner forever to figure it out. And then he goes to call for backup, and like the CB in the car isn't connected to anything for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. So that's nonsense. Uh-huh. And then the 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 guy in the shootout has one of those double barrel shotguns that holds like eleven rounds because yeah, yeah. he just keeps firing <laughs> without doing anything. And like blatantly, like you can see him fire four or five times in a row. And then all of a sudden, he walks around the corner and is trying to reload at one point. And you're like, no, you can't. You can't have both. You can have one or the other, but don't tell me you got to stop to reload now when you just had magic movie shotgun a second ago. Like, yeah. you have no idea what movie you're in during this entire scene. Yeah. So, but then after he kills that guy, uh, all the rest of the cops show up, and we meet Kate, who is his ex-girlfriend and his ex-partner and is his boss now except they never commit to anything like calling her chief or captain or anything do they i don't remember them anyway she's just like giving him orders and he's like she's i mean like that's the only reason i knew that she must have been his superior is because she's right. like telling him what to do but like yeah. yeah they never but then she and then and then when they get told about you know oh there's a warehouse robbery she immediately is just like oh, i guess i'll jump in and be your partner and like yeah. he just like she just starts following him around the rest yeah. of the movie yeah it's dumb um, so they go to check out the robbery 
Oh, <clears throat> uh, um, oh, and then so then we go down into the sewers where we have this sewer worker in the middle of this movie just doing a full-on Art Carney impression. Yeah, what was that Ralphie all boy. Yeah. He's like dressed like like yep. uh-huh. like what is this dude doing here? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and you know, they they did that when when we watched the Leprechauns, they had that scene with Elvis. Uh-huh. Where we were like they were totally out here filming and an Elvis impersonator walked by and they were just like, "Oh dude, what if Elvis, <laughs> Elvis come here, right?" Yeah, yeah. You think this where were they? No, where were they at that there would be an Art Carney impersonator? Art. <laughs> Is there, are, are there Art Carney impersonators just wandering around L.A.? Like, no, nah, what, what is this? This was nonsense. Oh, man. Uh, uh, and it made no sense. So the boob, win- so boob Window Ninja shows up and murders them and summons Faust again. And nothing happens there because like, it's just a garbage throwaway scene to summon him again because he's just like, oh, there's another ruby. And she's like, great, where? And he's like, I guess you'll have to find it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> cool. Thanks. And then he disappears. Uh, that was also the, the 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 first time because I, I it took me until I saw Jonathan Graves running around and then figured out who he was. And then Faust shows up again. And then I immediately go, well, that's clearly just, just him. Oh yeah, you know, for yeah. Sure. Like, yeah, I mean, I, it's I think clear. I think they're gonna reveal it to me later, but that's definitely just him. <laughs> definitely just <Yeah>. him. <laughs> um, so then we go, we get to the warehouse, and before we get to the warehouse, Kate and Jonathan, we get this. Oh, this, this. It's so funny and edgy. I don't know. It's what it's supposed to be, but they're arguing over. They, they broke up because he wanted it. He wanted to use handcuffs when they were having sex, and she doesn't think that's right. So they have this. This little chat back and forth <laughs> where he's like, I just wanted to try some stuff. And she's like, you're just mad because I think handcuffs are for the job. And it's just like, what are we? This is gross, guys. <laughs> I would like to remind everybody that this is a Ghoulies movie yeah. that we're discussing right now. So, yes. Well, speaking of the Ghoulies, yeah. because we get into the warehouse and there's cops everywhere and they're inspecting everything. And the Ghoulies are hiding. Not Ghoulies. The ghoulies are hiding on top of a crate, just holding, holding, a, holding a picture. Frame. Yeah, holding up picture frames around their their heads, like not in any place where there should be pictures. You know, their, their hands are blatantly like holding the yeah. wood. Yep. It's and and all these cops are just walking around and they're like whispering. They're like, "Ooh, dude, dude!" And this is the first flashback we get because I hate it because um, they recognize Jonathan and they're like talking to each other. So they're like standing there and they're like. Oh, what are all these guys doing here? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Hey, look at that guy. Isn't that Jonathan Graves? And they're like, oh, yeah, he's from our world. And then they do a flashback to the first Ghoulies. To the first movie. Yeah. Ugh. That's the only time in this movie that you see the real Ghoulies. Because mm-hmm. they do the flashback of the Ghoulies being summoned from the first movie. Mm-hmm. So that's the only real Ghoulies you get in this entire movie is this flashback. <laughs> um, so the Ghoulies, the Ghoulies kind of follow them. They hide in the back of the car. Uh, Jonathan leaves and immediately goes to a liquor store. And then for whatever reason, the ghoulies jump in the front of his car and fire his shotgun through his roof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so first of all, he gets so like as soon as that sh- that shotgun blast goes off, uh, he pulls out his gun and the Indian clerk of the uh, uh, the store. St- yeah, the liquor store yeah. pulls out a shotgun and starts shooting at him. Yeah. And he's going, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. And like he throws the dude his badge, 
And he's and the dude catches like, oh, you're a cop? Why didn't you say so? Yeah. And he runs outside, and the ghoulies are clearly ghoulies jumping out of his car. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you kids, and chases yeah. them down the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, no. Argue. Because they don't look anything like ghoulies. <laughs> and we just saw in the flashback that he knew what ghoulies looked like. There's no way that guy would have thought those were ghoulies. <laughs> This movie, what is happening? <laughs> um, so the other cops show up again. Uh, Kate yells at him for being ridiculous. Uh, Boob Window shows up and starts seducing his old partner, Mancuso. Yeah. Um, starts seducing his other partner. Uh, and then he goes home and stares in like the just window. Magically appears stares. too, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. there's that. There's that like cutout of like a, a hot woman. Oh, that's right. And, like, yeah, yeah. It looks. At, it's like a cardboard standee. Yeah. And, like he looks at it one time, and it's just a cardboard standee. And when he looks looks back, it's her, and she's like, "Oh, don't you want to come with?" I don't even know what happens. Then. Yeah. <laughs> she says something to him, and and he leaves with her. Um. And then we cut back to, uh, so Jonathan goes home. Kate sends him home. Just go home. You'll be lucky if I don't have you riding a desk for six weeks after this. And uh, they cut to that scene where he's, like, staring in the mirror. And, like, he grabs the ruby. Oh, because he's got the ruby on a necklace. I don't think we talked about That's, that. Yeah, he's, he's been got, wearing that. Yeah, like he's the got the other movie. ruby yeah. on a necklace. Um, and he, like, holds it and, like, the lighting changes. And you think there's going to be some kind of reveal or... Uh, another flashback maybe except then nothing happens he just lets go and goes out into his, his bedroom and uh, his his girlfriend is there who is clearly a prostitute right right but they send like they they won't just say you know like they spin the whole movie and I don't know if they're thinking think they're being edgy or funny because they keep like alluding and to, <clears throat> to like the point like like she says things like you know, like he's like, oh, I thought I'd get a little action, and she's like, I've been working all night already. You know, and it's yeah, like, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, what's I think she says something about one point about her, him paying her. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Unless you're yeah. gonna pay me or yeah. something. Well, because like because yeah. he passes out. So, um, yeah, so he passes out. He's he's a drunk. He passes out, and then when he wakes up, she's uh, she's like, well, you passed out, so I went to work. And he's yeah. like, he's like, well, I thought I'd get some. And she's like, oh, well, not unless you want to pay me. Yeah, yeah. It's but, ridiculous. But that's the thing, because he passes out, and then he, get, he gets woken up because Mancuso calls him and is like, oh, man, I need you to come meet me at this warehouse. And he's just like, nope, and hangs up on yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then after he gets just- shot. Just gets, those moments where the movie starts to try to redeem itself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except it's not. It's just it's like when it's doing that to be funny, you know. Okay, all right, movie. When it's doing it because it's a bad movie, <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> let's see. So after he, after he fights with his his prostitute. He uh, decides he better go check out Mancuso. Go meet with. I might as well go meet up Mancuso. Right. So he heads over to that warehouse, and at the warehouse, we find out that Mancuso has been getting trapped and tortured by Boob Window all night. <laughs> so he shows up. He shows up to try and. Uh, is this? Hold on, a mixture. Oh, oh. Um. <laughs> hold on. Before that, we have that giant car chase scene. Oh and, yeah, and the mugger scene. So both these scenes 
make me angry um, because <laughs> what well, one one is uh, the random curator at the museum uh-huh or at the she's like a museum curator checking out to try and figure out which antiques were stolen from the warehouse right um, but she goes to leave and Faust is harassing her for some reason like she can hear his voice and he like takes he comes on her radio and takes control of her car and she just starts there's this huge car chase scene yes with this chick where like faust is controlling her car which is totally bananas it's it's, it's like, totally bananas it has to be the most expensive scene in the in the whole franchise, franchise. yeah because she's like smashing into other cars and racing real fast and every time they show like a wide shot of the car you can see very clearly there's like a stunt uh, driver. Uh, yeah, the stunt driver. Because, like, they have a stunt driver in, like, the dressed ninja. In a, yeah, like a, dressed like a ninja in all black, <laughs> except you can clearly see his eye holes. <laughs> and, and you can clearly tell that she's just, well, it's probably Sitting not in her. the passenger seat. Yeah, yeah. you know, she, well, she's, like, sitting on the hump. She's, like, you know, sitting in the middle <laughs> trying to, like, hang on to him. But, like, sometimes her arm is behind him, and she's, like, waving and screaming. Oh, it's it's terrible. Hilarious. But then she, she ends up driving through. She crashes off road and drives through like a power transformer, and it all explodes. Everything explodes. Big and explosion. Her and the ninja both die. Her and the ninja both <laughs> her die. Stunt driving yeah. ninja. And, <laughs> and it means nothing because yeah. she was nobody. She was nobody. It doesn't come back later. Uh, what the heck, man? It's a completely pointless. I just, we were watching that scene just like, who even is this? Why is this <laughs> right. happening? Right. Why are we getting this big, long, drawn-out car chase scene with all of this like elaborate yeah. like wrecks and damage and like you said easily the most expensive shot in the entire yeah. franchise and, and then pointless yeah then we cut back and we see the ghoulies running around downtown la and and we and <laughs> now i said i said earlier that the that the actors in this were not the worst these two actors are the worst because yeah. there's this lady and this mugger because this, this mugger is mugging this lady and the ghoulies kind of stumble upon it and they're like, oh, we should help. And it's stupid. These, this lady is the worst. Yeah. And this dude is somehow even worse. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you are worse than the worst, you know? And he's, he's got like a gun or a knife or whatever and he's doing the whole, give me your, give me your money. And she's in like skin tight short mini mini yeah, dress yeah. like like there ain't nowhere she's got money like you know we see every she we see every purse. bump on her body yeah. there's no yeah she didn't have a purse yeah you just like give me the money and the ghoulies are like oh we need a we gotta help we need a weapon so we find out that these are good ghoulies apparently yeah and they grab something Ran- i don't even random know what pieces of metal yeah, yeah. Random piece of metal that they like drug off the street right and they run over and, and whack the dude, and he just passes straight out. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, look at you guys. I owe you. I, I got a big surprise for you guys. So because, you know, never mind the fact that they're monsters, never mind the fact that they're horrible little creatures, they're entitled to sex for yep. saving saving the chick from getting mugged. Of course. Yep. Because why wouldn't we? Because why wouldn't we? <laughs> um, so then it's the next morning, and Jonathan wakes up, and... Uh, has to go gets shot down by his hooker and has to go uh, rescue Mancuso at the warehouse. Yep. And uh, uh, shows up. Well, he shows up and tries to rescue her, or tries to rescue Mancuso, his partner. And like he's about to carry him out, 
and and boob window pops up and she's like give me the ruby and he's like i don't even have the ruby because his prostitute stole it <laughs> oh yeah she stole it earlier on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so so he's like i don't even have the ruby i don't know what you're talking about and she's like oh that's disappointing mancuso kill him and then she leaves and mancuso and and jonathan just have this big out of the middle of nowhere fight for no reason yeah and like like they grab oars like they're in this warehouse <laughs> and all of a sudden they've got oars that they're like sword fighting with <laughs> And uh, they gra- and there's like the table of the antique vases that he just starts smashing. Like they're trying, like they try to cut the scene to where it looks like he's swinging this oar at Jonathan, except he's very clearly just smashing these vases. Right. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, then they like they like wrestle down the hallway, and Mancuso gets a gun. But when he comes up with a gun, uh, Jonathan happens to be standing on the pentagram and so when he holds up his hands to be like no don't shoot me he just lasers mancuso and d- disintegrates him yeah man he just lasers like laser beams shoot out of his hands <laughs> terrible laser beams oh my god the special effects they wasted their entire budget on the car chase yep <laughs> um so then while they're trying to figure while, they, while that's they happening they saved for four movies for that car chase <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let them have it uh, well, then while all that's happening, the ghoulies and boob window have both broken into Jonathan's house, and they just trash his house. I don't know why. The, the ghoulies just show up and start eating his food and, and drinking all his, his alcohol, and then, then boob window comes in and starts trashing the place looking for that ruby. And the ghoulies are kind of like hiding from her for a minute. Yeah. But then she like sees them because they're just under that weird bed, which is way too hot. Like, just also, like they built didn't... they built a bed that was high enough for the ghoulies to hide under. Yeah. and still like shoot them. And there was no mattress on it. Remember? Yeah, there was, there was, no was totally just a blanket laying over the frame for that scene where she flipped yeah. it. Yeah, because she like turns around and flips it and sees them. Um, but then, but then, I mean, nothing, nothing happens. Yeah, she, they both, they all just leave. Like she's like ah ghoulies and runs out or whatever. I don't even remember. They run out. And she, like, ends up... Does she kill the super, the building super, something? I don't know. This movie's terrible. <laughs> I was going to say, weird. Um, so after, after the Mancuso fight, and after that, um, then Jonathan is at the uh, doctor's. Kate uh, showed up, made him go to the doctor's. Uh-huh. And he's, like, in the middle of getting dressed when she comes in. And then the doctor... And she's like, you probably need to stay here. And then the doctor comes in. The doctor goes through the list of all these things that are wrong with Jonathan from this fight. And it's like... Oh, you've got hemorrhaging and possible internal bleeding and three or four broken ribs and, uh, you know, sprain this or that and the hairline fracture above your eye and you might have, you know, concussion and whatever else. And we're going to need to. And so, first of all, they go through this whole list of stuff that he got from this fight, Yeah. which I know you can get hurt pretty fat, bad in like real fights. Yeah. Um, this is not the movie where people get hurt like that in those <laughs> real fights. Like, don't, don't come in here and try and inject yeah. You know, they had a fist fight. Also, he looks totally fine. Yeah, he looks fine. He's not a bruise on, not a bruise or <laughs> scratch on him. You know, he's got this hairline fracture in his orbital socket, but oh no, he's not. Does he have a bruise? Does he have a, <laughs> yeah. a black yeah. eye even? Yeah. No, he totally, does not. Yeah, totally fine is not the yeah. right way to say that. I mean, he looks like life's been hard, but, but he looks exactly the same as he did before the fight. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so then they, uh, and then the doctor comes in. So after that, the doctor's like, we're going to have to keep you overnight and we're going to perform a bunch of tests. Some probably involving a catheter, which some 
would like you don't there are no tests that involve a catheter. <laughs> <laughs> The doctor and, was real happy about that. Yeah, yeah. This is a catheter. Yeah. Well, it was another one of those things where, like, oh, here's this goofy yeah. joke character that doesn't fit with the rest of the movie that yeah. you're showing. Or maybe he, I don't know, it's bad. But then uh, Jonathan and Kate just leave because why wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. In fairness, that's how I would act at a real doctor visit if that was the case oh for sure if they oh, were no. like you got all this stuff inside and i'm like i don't know i feel fine and they're like well we're gonna <laughs> start plugging stuff in i'm, I'm like nope <laughs> that's fair yeah. that's fair um and then they go home where jonathan well then they drive home and uh kate's kate's taking him home and she's trying to have like a real conversation with him but he like just keeps straight passing out oh that's that, right. like like he's just yeah. like oh yeah. Like and she's like, oh, wake up, wake up. Yeah. So anyway, I was thinking about this. And he's just like, uh, yeah. Also, you know? also seems pretty legit to me. <laughs> well, that maybe, maybe so. <laughs> um, and, but then she gets him home, drags him upstairs, and he, you know, he passes straight back out. Uh, and then his prostitute comes home, and she's just super rude to the to this poor lady for no reason. Yeah. Like she walks in, and she's like. Hey, oh, Kate, you must be Kate. Is Jonathan okay? And she's like, he's asleep. You should probably head on out. <laughs> she's, yeah, and I'm she, gonna, like, lives there. She's like, I'm going to have you arrested. Yeah, she's yeah. like, for what? Right. <laughs> and it's just this totally, like, this total... I mean, Kate is clearly the bad guy in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for these two to, to have a, 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 showdown te- a showdown for no reason yeah. that nobody cares about. Um, but the hooker walks outside and immediately gets kidnapped by Boob Window. Because she's got the ruby. Right. Oh, that's right. Because she's got the ruby. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we get that all because uh, Kate, Kate sees it and wakes Jonathan up. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> like we got to go rescue your hooker. So they jump in the car to go rescue the, the hooker. Um, we had also, at some point in there, we had seen the, the part where... Uh, the ghoulies showed up at that street where there were a bunch of prostitutes. Oh yeah, and like they like one like this truck pulls over to get pick up a prostitute, and they jump in the back of this truck. Well, for they some were reason. like, "Oh, look how this works! A car pulls over, oh, and somebody gets in. Yeah. So we just got to wait for one of these cars, and we'll get in it." Like, right. And so that's what they did. Yeah. So they just climbed in the back of the truck. Yeah. This truck that was picking up a prostitute, and yeah. then they're like, "Well, this truck will hopefully take us to Jonathan," because that's that was their logic for right. whatever reason. So so. Kate, Kate and Jonathan are on their way to rescue Jonathan's prostitute when that truck pulls up next to him. Yeah. And instead of doing something plot relevant, like have the ghoulies see them and like, oh, climb into, you know, jump out and ride on the top of the car or climb yeah. into the back of it or whatever, that the driver just throws a full condom out his window. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. Through the, through the hole. Through the hole that had been shot in. Yeah, earlier. and indicates lap. Yeah. For no reason. And then he just drives off like, you know, and she's like, eh, and she like throws it out the window. And that truck driver just drives off and like the ghoulies don't even pop out and make a joke. Like nothing like like that just happens. Yeah, that just happens. And she's like, oh, oh my gosh. And Jonathan's just like, oh, what happened? I guess we better continue on to the to the climax. I forgot about that. That's so Me too. stupid. Just dropped it right in that freaking cartoon hole. The cartoon hole, yeah. Um, so also, also on this drive, Jonathan reveals that that this is where we find. So finally, all this time later, we get the reveal that 
oh, Faust is Jonathan's dark half. And yeah. when he was younger, he meddled with, uh, you know, black the, magics the, or whatever. And, and Kate's, and Kate's, <laughs> it's, it's this, like, like it doesn't fit at all because like nothing Kate says is like, oh, you're crazy. This didn't happen. She just, she just gives him this look like, like, I can't believe I'm in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just accepts everything he says. Yeah. And she's like, well, cool. We should probably pull over so that I can uh, call for some backup. He's like, that sounds like a good idea. And pulls over this payphone, and she gets out, and he drives straight off. He just leaves her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but luckily, that truck driver is there, because she goes over and pulls that truck driver out and steals his car. Yep. yep. <laughs> which which has the ghoulies in it. Yep. The not ghoulies. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Listen, no, man, no, no ghoulies not... in that car. Listen. There's no ghoulies in that car. <laughs> there, I'm not. You're putting way too much thought. I am putting too much thought into Ghoulies Four. Yes, that is the summary of this podcast. <laughs> I have put too much thought into Ghoulies Four. Yeah. Just so we're clear. Yes. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Commence. <laughs> so it's the climax. We gotta, yeah, so it's so, important. So we're almost done. I gotta thankfully. sit over here and reevaluate some things. <laughs> so uh the showdown for this movie happens at the uh, insane asylum where Boob Window was being held. <laughs> Apparently and, escaped from. Yeah. Yeah, 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 escaped from or whatever. Yeah. Um and, and I don't know like Jonathan just knows she's there. I don't remember if they said like Jonathan had a picture of her in his sock drawer, so there was some kind of not backstory happening with these guys. Yeah. yeah. Um and like he knew her name when they showed up the one time, but then nothing like he was just like oh boob window and then she's like <laughs> she's like yes give me the give me the the ruby and he's like i don't have it my hooker stole it stupid movie um but so then they, he shows up at this thing uh she's got she's got his prostitute tied down and is waiting to, for faust to show up um he pulls up at front starts creeping through the uh asylum mm -hmm. And oh boy, <laughs> I know where we're so, at. So, so like, he he walks into a room and falls over. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, like I don't I, I don't remember why he fell, but he absolutely walks in this room and like trips or ducks or something. He just falls over because he's got to do that thing. Like all of a sudden, there's like a pair of high heels in front of him. Yeah. With legs and like the slow pan up the legs, and there's. This, this beautiful woman in a, a sexy red dress, and she's like, oh, hello, Jonathan. Looking all Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, she's like, happy birthday. I have a surprise for you. Meet Bongo. And she pulls in this giant uh, man on a leash. Yeah. And Jonathan is like, oh, no, not Bongo. You know, like, I mean, there's like... <laughs> And then he has this fight with this big giant dude for like 30 seconds and then beats him up and knocks him out cold. Yeah. And Lady in Red just vanishes. Like, and, and not not like she vanished like there was a spell that left. Like she, she brought in Bongo and then she walked away when they started to fight and they never bring her up. She wasn't anybody. They don't come back to yeah. her. He 
he has this giant like like Bongo is just there and he, he like punches him in the stomach and he can't hurt him, but then he punches him in the face and Bongo is just knocked out cold. Dude, like this scene was insane. I was I was so confused because I was certain that I missed something. I was like, who is she? Right. What was that the ninja girl? No, that wasn't the ninja girl. Who is this lady? Who's Bongo? Why does he know about Bongo? Right. What is going on? Yeah. This scene happens. It lasts yeah. for 30 seconds. They move on. It never gets brought up again. Yeah. There was no setup for it. Yeah. What the like hell? A, like a whole B story got cut out of this movie yeah, somewhere. Yeah. 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 It's like they cut all that stuff out and forgot that scene. <laughs> well, no, they needed that scene. Because oh, like, yeah. nothing else happens in this climax, so they needed a fight here. Man, it was bananas. Um, so, so Jonathan goes out for the, the final showdown, um, and, and boob window just like, he, he comes out with a gun and he's like, don't make me do it. And she's like, ah, you can't. And she like force throws his gun out of his hand and then he just turns into Faust. I'm so happy thinking about Like, and it's not even, there's no effect to him turning into Faust. They just hard cut, you know, it's, it's one of those where like in one scene, like, like they're shooting straight at him and like the scene doesn't change. But they just like like cut and one minute one you know one cut he's Faust one cut he's Jonathan. It's not there was no special effects and they've got spe- like you know there's like glowing like they did like a like a overlay of him over when he was when they were maybe gonna sacrifice Jonathan's prostitute. Oh yeah, there's yeah. like this he's like floating oh, over her. Man, that looked bad. You know, it's so bad. It well, yeah, but so it, at least it was an effect. <laughs> This was just like a cut, like um, Jonathan, I'm Faust. Yeah, yeah. And Kate shows up, and uh, three inmates come out because apparently the the when she escaped, she let all the inmates out, I guess. Yeah. So like the three inmates come out, and Kate just knocks them all out with one punch each. Right, right. I mean, like, and and it was so it was it was pointless. It was bad. Like it wasn't even it was bad choreography. I mean, this whole movie has been bad, but like. Like, it wouldn't have been worse if she had just, like, punched them all with one punch, you know? Yeah. Hook, 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 yeah. You know? And they all just <laughs> knocked out, you know? Uh, but then, then she goes back and walks out and finds, uh, oh, Jonathan, because now, now Jonathan is Faust, and we can see that, oh, they have the same face, and he's about to, he's totally about to stab his... Total shocker. <laughs> he's yeah. totally about to stab his, his prostitute. And Kate pulls a gun on him, and she's like, don't do it. And he's like, oh, or what? <laughs> and and nobody force throws her gun. She just <laughs> stands there, and he starts walking towards her. And uh, at this point, the ghoulies have been watching all this happen, and they're they're doing this thing where they're like, oh, we can't get involved. We just, no, let's just, oh, bad mojo. Let's just wait here. And... Um, then they when so when Jonathan starts walking towards her and oh Kate can't shoot Jonathan so they're like oh we gotta help so the ghoulies run out there and grab the ruby from does Boob Window have it I think so I think Boob Window has yeah. it because they run up because they run up and grab it from her and she starts like chasing them around the altar yeah. like <laughs> and then they throw it to Kate and Kate takes it and uh, first first she catches it and she's like. Zaps boob window. Oh, that's right. So now right. she's got the so now she's got the ruby, and she like uses it and zaps boob window, and is that, where that the portal opens. Yeah, that portal <laughs> vortex opens, favorite. 
and and she's like, no, no, and then she runs back and fades backwards. off. Dude. Oh it's, my god, it's amazing, it's, dude. Well, because it's clearly supposed to be one of those things that like you know sucks them in, yeah. but they didn't oh, have sucked in. They didn't have any sort of like stunts or choreography for the like getting sucked into the portal. So they were just like, okay, then just run backwards like you're getting sucked <laughs> into a portal. So she takes these because she's in her heels too. So she takes these tiny little backwards steps. Yeah, and like off center, <laughs> like, like she kind of goes away. off to the side of the portal. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so bad. <laughs> and and then the ghoulies are like, the, the ghoulies immediately are like, awesome, there's the portal. And they just dive into the portal, so they disappear. Yeah. No and, ghoulies. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then, then she turns around and she zaps Faust, who like screams and then does the exact same backwards run thing. Yeah, he's like, ah, yep. runs backwards and into the portal. Into the portal. <laughs> and then before the portal can close, normal Jonathan and Mancuso both jump out. Yeah, yeah, Mancuso's fine now. <laughs> yeah, yep. he's just fine. Perfect. They jump out and the portal closes. And then what happens? Everybody's entitled to sex. Oh, yeah. Because now, because Jonathan just walks over to Kate and he's like, oh, Kate, I can't believe you saved me. And they start making out. And right right in front of the, the prostitute who has up <laughs> like, until this moment been his girlfriend. Right. <laughs> but it's okay because Mancuso goes over to check on her and she's just like, oh, has anyone ever told you you look like Al Pacino? Yeah. And he's like, oh, wow. no. And, and they, they start kissing. <laughs> yeah. And so then, and so then, like the like, the two couples leave, <laughs> and like, like as they're on their way out. Um, oh gosh, yeah. Uh, then it, yeah, like they walk out, and then like it cuts to the scene, and it's like the ruby, and the ruby laying in the grass, and hand comes down and picks it up, but then it's just the ghoulies. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, all right, see ya. Well, Thanks for coming. And the other one's like, prepare for us that we'll be back in Ghoulies Four. Part two. Yeah, and then the four, portal part opens two. back up, and they dive into the portal, and the credits roll. And Oof. I want to fight everybody involved. Man, I can't believe this movie. Um, I cannot believe that they were like, "Okay, Ghoulies Four, we're gonna take it back to its roots," but not really take it back yeah. to its roots. Like we're gonna, we're gonna. This is gonna be the direct sequel to the first one. We're gonna use the same main character, but now it's a police procedural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a with a ninja girl and not ghoulies. Yeah. Well, it took it back to the original's roots in the sense that this entire franchise is made up of movies that don't make any sense and don't go anywhere, and a lot of the scenes don't play together well, uh, and they just took it to the next level yeah. on this one. Oh, my God. All four of these movies are like totally different genres from each other, they feel like. It's but not, unbelievable. But not in the good way that, like, <laughs> well, yeah, the yeah, Evil yeah. Dead. Because all, all four of the Evil Dead movies are different genres. That's true. They all movies. feel very different from All these genre. movies are trash. Man, it's unbelievable and, how different they are. And, just... and it, it doesn't feel like they were made to be... Like, I don't think anybody was like... I mean, I guess somebody had to be like, let's do a... What, what if we did a comedy for the third, you know, for the third one? Yeah. Except it's like, it's not, ugh. Yeah. What? Ugh. Guys, yeah. it's bad. Well, these movies turned out completely different than I was expecting. Um, when I suggested Ghoulies, I remembered watching Ghoulies 2 one time and thinking it was kind of fun. And I thought all four of these movies were going to be similar in tone. And I was very wrong. So I would like to apologize um, <laughs> to everybody involved <laughs> for bringing Ghoulies into your life. 
Uh, my I, bad. I don't forgive you. <laughs> I will be exiting the show, and uh... <laughs> I mean, I mean, I want you to stay on the show. You're just not allowed to pick. Horror I'm not allowed anymore, to pick huh? anymore. No. <laughs> Dang it. No. But the puppet I, uh, masters. <laughs> I'm. I'm glad I watched these because it, uh, I have kids at home to protect from things, and so now I know to make sure that they never have to sit through Ghoulies movies. <laughs> I can warn them when they're warn of age. Them. Just warn them. Yeah. Don't do it. Are there any good horror movies out there, Dad? Don't. Not ghoulies. Not the ghoulies. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'll take that bullet for future generations. But at least they've got that box art, right? <laughs> man, no. No? No. <laughs> because yeah. now that, that box art is always going to be like... In my head, attached to these. Anytime I, I it think, means something different now. Yeah, it means something different now. <laughs> Pain and suffering, yeah. and and so much anger. I'm so ugh. like I don't yeah. like so like I, I didn't actually want to run through all of four. I just you know hurt people, hurt people, and I needed to hurt somebody <laughs> with four. Oh, I just needed to spread that misery a little bit. We uh we still got the format to stick with. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to I'm apply not, that. I'm not giving Ghoulies <laughs> the benefit of the format. I did not enjoy those movies. Um, the answer the answer to what was my favorite kill is none of them. Yeah. The answer to who was I looking so, the most forward to getting killed is all of them. <laughs> all the Ghoulies. Yeah. <laughs> no, all the cast, the crew. Yeah. Whatever those Charles two. Bang. Whatever those two things were in the last movie. <laughs> and whatever those two were. Man. Bad. Yeah. Bad. Bad. Bad movies. All right. <laughs> Ghoulies, everybody. <laughs> well, that's but we'll be back movie. next week. <laughs> yep. Halloween next It'll week. It'll be Halloween next week. Halloween is next week. I can't believe so it. So it's it already drawn up on the on the last sputtering gas of 2020. And uh we're going to we're going to close off this freak easy season in a big way. Mm-hmm. Um coming back to to one of the one of the all-time greats. One of those, one of those heavy hitters. There you go. And uh, I, I think, I think it's probably the strongest franchise, like movie by movie. I think what we're covering this week is the strongest franchise in horror. Mm. So, comment below. What do you think it's going to be? Oh, we're not What's even going to tell him. We're not going to tell him. We're not even going to tell him. You got to wait a week. Oh, okay. Going to pop up. What do you think it's going to be? Until then, while you're down there, also like and subscribe. There you go. And uh, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform because you prefer the audio version, then you've probably found us on uh, Stitcher, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, anywhere else. That's pretty much it. That's all of them. Man. <laughs> We're there. Man. <laughs> uh, Phantom Dan? Mm-hmm. Any final words? Ghoulies never say die. <laughs> Grand. <laughs> so we're...
So we're doing phantasms next week? <laughs> we already no. did those. We already did, yeah, we already did the phantasms. What's stronger than those movie by movie? <laughs> those were incredible. <laughs> I love You'll them. find out next week, John. We'll see all you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Freak Easy. The Geek Easy Podcast is a production of PixelDan.com. Musical tracks used in the intro and outro are used with full permission of the respective owners or creators. Intro and outro narrations are provided by me, Brian T. Stevenson. PixelDan.com's The Geek Easy Podcast is provided for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed are those solely of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily represent those of PixelDan.com or any other party. Be sure to join us next time for another installment of The Geek Easy Podcast.